Hello, hello, hello. My name is Phyllis Y. Whitley. And if you have been spiritually victimized or traumatized, welcome to Spiritology Live, where I bring my number one Amazon bestseller book to life. Each episode will be a raw, spiritual, metaphysical, holistic space of consciousness for self-healing. As you learn how to break your religious shackles so you can master and manifest your promised land within today. Let's go. Well, I had to stop it. I had to keep get back on. And I just wanted to start back over and say, um, we had a good time. I know some people had, had actually talked to me about the last few episodes. If you haven't heard it, please go back in. And listen to all of my episodes. Congratulations to those who started in 2022 like me. Now, uh, we talked about the illusion. We talked about uh, the illusion in the church. We talked about really where you find this religious shackle seed. The media, um, churches, unfortunately, and school. These are seeds that gravitate to the young kids. Why? Because they want you to grow up messed up from the floor up. And... When I say they, who is it? It's not the, the devil that they tell you in the church. Because if you've seen the red horn devil, please let me know. And a lot of emphasis is put on that. The devil, we will talk about that in the future. You will be surprised uh, what you're going to hear from me, the truth. Because you got a masses that of so many certain people and type of people was not in, allowed to go to that have been going on for centuries. And this is the the um, mystics who have been speaking to the masses. And some of them were speaking to them in the church or the hotels. We have a couple of them. We can just name Napoleon Hill, Neville Garda, uh, Florence Shen, and going on and on and on. Catherine Ponder's already had her own church. So what I'm saying to you is, then you have the church. You have the religious uh, Christianity church, that literally in other churches that literally have this religious seed that they can't turn to the right and they can't turn to the left. And this religious seed is destroying them, their family, is destroying other people. As I said last time, because they think that you're going to go to the promised land once you commit a murder or kill so many people. Remember 9-11? And then you're going to die and I guess you're going to look up and you're going to see who you think your God is. So basically we covered that and I want to literally go into dive deeper, but I'm going to name this one Beware of False Religious Narcissist People. Now it might now, by the time I finish this uh, podcast, it might be changed a little bit, but we're going to look at it and say, what do that got to do with anything else? Narcissist Seed. You can stay tuned because even if you've been in a relationship, when most people think about that word, they think about, oh, that's a relationship. Oh, my boyfriend or my girlfriend had that seed. I'm going to give you some enlightenment on this so you don't want to miss it. But also that same seed can be in your family members, co-workers. Please turn the volume up and make sure nobody's around you. First of all, we are going to look at, I mean, what is a narcissist? Everybody got all kinds of meanings. Some of them, when you think of a narcissist person, you have your ex name right there. According to the dictionary, is an overly 
self-involved person who is often vain and selfish. What do I call it? I call it the religious shackle seed. Now, if that person, you may ask, well, my ex or the people that have hurted me the most, they really didn't know religion. Well, then you was blessed because those who, who know religion, those who were in the church or spiritual leaders or spiritual members, they can really hurt you. Because as I said before, you think that they're the next best thing to, to Jesus. And you you value their opinion. So if they don't think you're worth nothing, you think, well, God don't think I'm worth nothing. But see, what we're going to talk about is this seed. This seed, and I, I say religions because that's what I really deal with. I deal with the pain of those people who lost their voice really because they really valued the opinion of their spiritual leaders who I might say or add that they had a narcissist seed. Number one, let's look at some of the signs. And you you probably can put this together with relationship. They believe in the outside God. You ask, what is that? People who worship a rock. People who make statues that man made with their hands. And call that a God. Call it a God. That's an outside God. People who worship an entertainer. A rock star. Don't get me wrong. You can love somebody. You can be a fanatic. A fan fanatic. But you you know. It's, enough, it's another thing where you just quit your job. And you just travel with certain entertainers. Because that's that. That's your whole life. That's your whole breath. <laughs> and people are doing it. Y'all, y'all think that this is something lightly no people are doing it uh sleeping you know when that when that particular entertainer comes to town rock star they sleep on the street or they sleep you know i have nothing against if you have somebody you love but some of these people are wealthy and they don't have to go to a nine-to-five job so they go ahead and chase these people around um you got some people out there that literally entertain us like the great michael jackson See how he went to certain places and countries and the people was fainting. They were falling out. They just wanted to touch him. Look at Elvis Presley. Look how many people literally when he died to this day, they still say Elvis is in the building. (laughs) Even though you think they say he left the building, they mean that he is in the building. You know how many people I remember I was young and I remember he died somewhere around my birthday in August and he literally... After his death, so many people got plastic uh, surgery to look like him. They have no identity. They had no identity. And what happens is you want to become like somebody else. That means you don't know who you are. And it's usually because you don't know who the creator is. Now, if I sound religious to you, no, I'm not trying to sound religious. I'm, I consider myself a spiritual, sorrowful person. Because I believe in the highest supreme God. I believe in the nature that everything. I believe all of this stuff around us is from our creator. And I believe in getting in touch and understanding the creator. God is a spirit. And I'm talking about your spiritual side. So this is why I come out and I tell y'all some of the truth. That some of y'all just say, I just don't understand it. Because the church don't teach you about your spirit. But they will teach you all day long about the devil. 
I looked at, I, I changed some channels and looked at something on YouTube. And all I heard was, oh, well, you know what? The devil don't want you to do it. Now, see, the mystics was teaching the masses how to go forth and literally live in their promised land. And they held on to their higher supreme. You don't believe me? Go read the Napoleon Hill's book. Number one to this day, the best book. Go to some of the mystics out there. Even the speakers today, Jim Ron, uh, Les Brown, all of these speakers who, Tony Roberts, that you may say, I don't believe in them, but they don't care because they go into the bank and they're having a good time, but they're taking a lot of people with them to the bank. The church have this seed that, that wants to be, wants to prosper. They want to go to the bank, but they don't want you to go. They want you to stay depended on them. And like I said, I am not talking about your pastor. I'm not talking about your priest. I'm talking about the ones with the religious shackles. If your pastor or your spiritual leader is fine and you are learning and you're getting fed, power to you. Go get your platform and tell everybody. Okay, I'm talking to those people about narcissists. Let's go back on that with the um, person. What do they normally do? I said that they believe in the outside God. Okay. It didn't matter. You say, well, Little Joe and, and you know, uh, Tamika, it didn't matter. But they might have been in the church, you know, and then they might not have been. Let's look at some other things. They judge everyone from the outside. They see only the outside. They don't see the inside. That man may be telling you, you're too fat. You don't look like my other ex. You as a woman, you know, may be judging him for what your other ex did. So you're looking at the outside and I always discuss the outside of your cover, your book. That can include the color. That can include the shape and size of the book. Let's see. They also talk religious, but have unrighteousness, which means that, you know, they always talking about the Bible, the this and then they and that and that. And I'm going to tell you something. The person that you see running around and, you know, pulling out the Bible and walking with the Bible, I run from them. The more I knew and got closer to God, I ran from religious, that religious seed. Because if you sit down and talk to them, they don't know nothing. That's why other religion can come and knock at the door for Christian and transform them so quick because they know the Bible better than you do as a Christian. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, um, other things that they do, you can recognize them is that they focus on strict religious tradition. I remember somebody said to me when I was out there, um, the pastor came and, and said that he wanted everybody to refrain from uh, going to the movies. Because I, listen, I live at the, at the movies. That is my, that is my self-care. Now, it depends on what kind of movies you're looking at. So, now, with that being said, I remember somebody said to me, one of my members of the church, and she, a young girl, and she said, many, many ages ago, when I was younger, and she said, well, you know, how do you go to the movie? Because the pastor said that that's the devil. And I said, really? Well, do the pastor just turn off his, his TV completely? Now, I don't have nothing against people who do that because there's a lot of people don't they don't even get into TV. I remember spending years when I first was introduced to my higher supreme. <laughs> when God was knocking at my door, I literally, I left TV.
TV alone. Sometimes I don't. It's nothing wrong with fasting for TV. And it's not going to make you get your promised land faster, but it's really a protection. It's a protection from your physical gates, five senses. Okay. And it's literally pulling you to feed mostly for your spirit. Now, people who just say, I just don't do it and they don't know what they're doing. That's up to them. But you have to know that it's a reason. It should be a reason and season that you are doing this, that you reframe it from different things. Some people just don't want to do look at that. They, they can go online and do it. So I understand that. But what I want you to understand is that they literally were trying to talk the walk. It's just like just like that man or that woman who they dreamers and they just dreaming and I want to do this, I want to do this. You got to be careful because are they walking it? Are they practicing what they preach? The And this is another thing. This is in gear with the church. I said, preach from a basic Bible story. Some pastors in that story, I don't really know, but I always wonder, and I have gotten under these pastors and I got up and left. And all they did was give you a regular Bible story. And then people got up and it was the end of the service. They are not feeding your spirit. Uh, they give praises to themselves only. Remember the dictionary said? Overly self-involved. Everything. They put their own self on a pedestal. And then they criticize. They're very critical about God really anointed people, people that are spiritual. Oh, that's not God. Remember? That's not God. And that's not God. I know people say the mystics of it. Is that in the Bible? And these are the people who don't even know what's in the goddamn Bible. Don't know nothing about it. And don't have a pot bean to piss in. You know what I'm saying? And the mystics have proven and proven it and proven it. And they have prospered. And the people that they had, they brought them to their promised land. I know I'm a witness. Most of my stuff is based on going back and listening to the mystics. Even the motivational speakers right now, they will tell you that that's where they got their philosophies and they are prospering. It is some of these uh, motivational speakers that got more respect than the average pastor. You know, you go into the church and I hate to say that, you know, people say, oh, I don't talk about my pastor. You talk about, I'm talking about spiritual leaders because it could be the Bible teacher. I don't know. Another thing that you have to look at is they pray on the vulnerable and the elderly. How many people you heard in the church where they just took the elderly money, where elderly people couldn't? I seen on twenty twenty one time, I believe, or sixty minutes, where the elderly couldn't eat, and they felt like they was getting closer to God by giving their all of their money. The vulnerable, and that's the young ones and the stuff. How about the one who don't have no family members, and you got the pastor say, "Hey, we got a secret." And I remember seeing that and some boys was molested because they said the pastor was sleeping with all of them and they look for that one that's vulnerable. In a relationship, believe it or not, that narcissist is studying you. He studied you. He can talk to you. He knows how many family members you have because you want to tell it all. He knows if you got some brothers or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. I know some people who have a big family and they still had a narcissist. I know some females and they still got they got beat up. They was verbally abused and physically abused. But the way they had it, they would not tell nobody. So it can be something like that. They prey on the vulnerable in that relationship. So the other thing is um, 
especially within the ch in the church, they allergic to really miracles. They don't believe in it. They are doubting Thomas. I got to see it to believe it. I got to see it to believe it. Well, remember, you know, could you imagine back then when they were trying to make the right brothers was trying to make a plan? You know how many people probably looked and said, what, something in the sky? To this date, when I get into a plane, I'm, I just be like, I, think about it. All of these planes flying over the world. And it's like days and months and years without an accident. It's like, really? Think about the TV before it, it actually was formed and created and manifested. They was like, it is no such thing. Think about the internet. Think about you literally talking to somebody in another country, your relative. Think about all of that. Do you understand? And I'm not saying the church said I don't believe in TV. I'm just saying miracles, manifested miracles. They don't believe in all of that. People, I have no people say, I don't believe that you can get healed. I don't believe that. So it's, it's you know, Downton Thomas is out there. Also, um, they look at the outward signs, the outward signs. It's like, I have to see it to believe it. And then you have those who believe that poverty is a virtue, that you're supposed to be poor. And I know it's a time that certain cultures, literally my culture, where it was preaching to you that you're supposed to have, you know, if you love God, this is the way you're supposed to be. And there's so many people who just feel like, you know, I remember the holiness church that if you had holy, they thought the holy was wearing the holes and the stockings and all of that. And many of them looked up and the men flew and got women in the street, you know, because they was like, I don't want that. And to this day, to this day, you see a major problem with the females in the church and men just go out and they rather go out to church and get, I, I'm not going to go there because that is in my book, but it's happening. And they, they falling out and everything and crying at the altar. And you know what the pastors tell them? It's all right. Cause Sarah had to wait too. Sarah and Abraham came together years later. And it's like, you know, that's really low. That was told to me one time. That's really low because they don't even know what to do with the people waiting and going past their childbearing years and, and just growing old in the church. And then some of them just turn around and, and, and that seed run rapidly. And the married men are sleeping with the so-called women who were celibate in the church because they are so lonely. And they say it is all in the name of God. Narcissists. But how about the one that's not in the church? You ask. This has a lot to do with relationship where it can be the female. The female can be verbally abusive to that man. That's why you hear um, men say, even on a dating uh, uh, site, you ask, I know I've been there. <laughs> I've been on a few. And it says, um, no drama. The man don't want all of that. Then vice versa. The men, they, I guess there is females that can is larger than the frame of a man and might can beat him up. But you don't, you hear more of verbal abuse than you hear with the man actually physically abusing a woman. And literally it can be that. Uh, the main thing is believing that they are the only righteous church. And this is for spiritual leaders. This is the ones who have their own church. I know those small little churches, especially the ones in the plaza or whatever. And, and it might just be the ones that's in the house. They feel like, oh, this is the best thing since cornbread. And nobody is righteous. Nobody know God like us. And you feel like, y'all know what I'm talking about. You feel like you're the only church that's going to heaven. 
and you look up at people and you you put your head up and you turn around and you don't even want to go near people. You don't even want to touch people because I'm saved and I'm going to be the only one in God. I'm the only one that's abiding in what? These are rules and, and regulations and restrictions that the church man made these rules. Now, I'm not saying that God don't have laws out there because without the law, we, we would just be a society going rampant like most of us are. But these laws that he has made, and even when you following the laws, these laws are for you. They to protect you because it's a physical body. You have a physical body that's out there. He's protecting you. There's a reason that certain things he said. Now, I'm not saying you're supposed to sleep with Tom, Dick, and Harry. But I am saying it's a law. He's protecting you. He's not protecting himself. You know, you don't want to abide by the law. I say, go ahead and start driving way over the, the speed limit. What happened? The law's coming after you. Go ahead and, and um take your money and fundle your money over here and here and here. Guess what? The law's coming after you. Well, I don't care who I sleep with. And then the doctor tell you something. What happened? You manifested something. The law might not knock at your door. But then you're walking around with a disease. You know, remember when AIDS was out? How many people caught it? Even to this date, I have heard some horror stories about the wife was, was faithful and she loved her husband, knew he was out there with other women, came back and gave her AIDS and she died. Narcissist seed don't have to always physically abuse you. It can be abuse of sleeping with everybody. And coming and bringing you a disease. It can be verbally abusing you to the point that you don't think you nobody. That when you leave that relationship or when they leave you for the next victim, you don't feel like you nobody. You can't do anything. Those are little narcissists see. It don't always have to be in the church. But God forbid if it's in the church. These are, I, I'm trying to put the light on these pastors who is just going around these platforms and they just, you know, every time you turn around, it's something exposure. They don't even know. I told you last week, give them my book. They don't even know why they're doing it. They don't even understand it. And then you got, you want to go into a relationship. How about that narcissist seed in your coworkers? Come and tell you what you not, you would never be. You may have a boss to look at you. I remember, I recall I had a boss. I had a boss that literally told me that I was nothing. And yet I changed the whole, it was a bank. I changed the mail room and paper was there from 1960s. And I changed the paperwork and the boxes. And I went in there dressed up and got dirty. And I literally did so much. That, that when that person told me that, I went and wrote a letter. I remember I wrote a letter to the head person and said, well, if I'm that bad, how come now your bank is getting A's when they come and look at it? You know, I, I kept everything in order. And she literally told me that I would never be anything. The jealousy. So you got your boss would do that? Some of them will tell you, you ain't worth the money I'm paying you. And they'll laugh if you have an idea. Narcissist spirit. See, that seed is not only coming to you as a as a life mate, 
that seed can be in your family members. It can be your mother and your father, unfortunately, telling you, you're not going anywhere in life. You're going to be just like me. When you come to your, you know how it is to go to your family with an idea and everybody look at you and laugh? Narcissist seed. You understand what I'm saying? It don't have to be. It can be your friend, your best friend. Usually, you would be surprised. Be your best. They'll be your best friend until you start making it. And when you start making it, they'll look at you sideways. I know. I know. Because once I went out there and got my book out, I lost so many people. I don't even want to say, let me take that back. So many people, because I didn't have that many people walking with me. People turn their backs. People laugh. People didn't even want to. They didn't even want to buy. I even put my book on ebook for slice the price. And they, I had to fight the people. And I'm talking about fight the communication to keep calling them and calling them. And some did. I don't, I ain't got nobody who read the book. One person read the book and said, I read half. Um, and I, I don't even want to go there because you know what's so beautiful about it? All of that stuff that narcissist spirit or seed is really clearly a stepping stone. That's what it is. It is a stepping stone for you to go and get into your promised land. And that's what it's all about. I just wanted you to get an idea. Now that you know that that seed can be in anybody and everybody, you have a right to pull back. You have a right to not be like them. You have a right to realize when you know who you are and who your creator are, you will get back your promised land and you will keep on walking past all those obstacles. The obstacles of this really manifested seed, the things that people was telling you was false. They was a lie. So whether they're in the church or not, that seed will grow. So if you with someone and that seed is just growing to knock you down, you need to wake up and say, hey, did I really, do I deserve this? Do you want to stay in a relationship like that and then it's time for you to expire? You have a job to do. You have people to, to help. You don't have no time sitting up there trying to cater to this man who is not a king. He may be a King Kong, but he ain't a king. And a man, it goes both ways. If she verbally abusing you, what you, who are you to sit up and take that mess? Verbal abuse is probably the most dangerous thing because it can lead to physical abuse. But that verbal, verbal abuse is something that people don't see. They don't notice. So the narcissist seed, you have to make sure that when you see that, be aware. See, now what I didn't read is let's go ahead because you said I heard that before. It says, beware of false prophets. Yes. Which come to you in sheep clothing, but inwardly they are ravaging wolves. It's in Matthew 7, 15, King James Virgin. The reason why I read that is because that's how I got the title. It says, beware of false prophets. But what about false people? Narcissists. I'm going deep in that. You understand? And what happens is they have rotten fruit. God said you should know them by their fruit. Their fruit is rotten. So you ask, how do I know, you know who to meet? You know you meet nobody perfect. And yes, people are going to have a baggage. But at the same time, look at their fruit. Is it rotten? 
don't go to their mama and find out what their fruit is rotten now because mama going to sit up and tell you the fruit is good. Because she might be the rotten seed. Hello? How do I know, you ask, what church do I go to? You won't probably know until you kind of either you know somebody in the church or you just you kind of go in for a little bit and watch and you start seeing the fruit. Don't get mad. You, you're not going to always walk in the church. And sometimes sometimes even the leaders don't want you. They got that rotten fruit because they don't want you near the pastor because they want him to think they the only anointed one. So you can watch them. Now you can watch them from afar because you have the Internet and see what their fruit is like. What are people saying? What is the testimony from people going to their church? So even the co-workers, when you go to a job, now they got testimonies. When you go to to the job itself, you find, you look at the co-workers. Are they producing leaders? Are they promoting? Look at your family. The people in your family who is dropping these seeds, obstacle seeds, whatever you want to call them, Look at their fruit. I mean, is it Tony? Is it Rick? Is it Raheem telling you? Or maybe it's um Shirley. Maybe it's Kathy. Maybe it's Tamika. Is is this your cousin? Your aunt? What do they have? Do they have anything? Do they have any fruit? So you got to look and say, who is telling you you can never be nobody? Some of them will tell you, oh, I went through the same thing and I tried to go and take that test and I didn't make it. So, honey, you need to forget it. Beware of them. Why do I say beware of them? Because it's one thing when you recognize that seed talking, you need to handle them with a long silver spoon, which means that you also might want to distance yourself from them. You don't want to tell them your dreams. You want to do it first. And then even then you have to be careful because you can make it and they will taunt, they will try to discourage you from continue, continually making it. So with that being said, my one of my meditation quotes is feed your spirit, soul food, and your flesh, living food. And that's going to be my next one because I don't I need to stop right here. Okay. I need to stop right here. So thank you for coming into my space. Now go get your promised land. And please share on all social medias, platforms, because I don't know, you know, leave a manifest and review a testimony so others can weep the harvest too. Don't miss the opportunity. You know what I'm getting ready to say. To order Spiritology is on Amazon. See, I give you dessert, but that book is going to give you the full course meal. What's new? We still are. Actually, I'm I'm still out there. I have several books. And one of my books is Ask Jalen, number one, Amazon, new release. And that is what's going on. And we're really going to market that book this year. I am still marketing my book, Spiritology. That's why I'm on the podcast. But that book, you want to go get it, along with a lot of meditation books. I have a lot of meditation books on different things, uh, mainly to help you quiet your whisper or revise your whisper. You need the meditation book, and we'll talk about that next Sunday. And I said Sunday because that's where I release my podcast. And I just want you to remember, is loving yourself is right. 
You don't want to be wrong. Thank you.